You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And tonight, we are... Hey Queens, how's it going? It is Josh here and uh, welcome back to the Queen of Podcast. We are powering along for yet another episode and we cannot wait, well, I cannot wait to get stuck in. Um, this week is a very special week. We are getting the first Australian Queen joining us here on the Queen of Podcast in Courtney Monsma, Miss Kay Howard, who is now officially no longer with the show. She is moving on to bigger and better things with uh, Frozen and uh, playing Anna in the Australian tour when things get back up and running. Courtney and I chat about all things from six to life to uh, Frozen throughout this episode and I am so excited to get started. Um, if you guys want to follow me on social media, uh, please do at OzQueendom and at the Queendom cast. Uh, you can check out Courtney at Courtney Monsma. All the uh, details will be down below. But uh, it wouldn't be an episode here of the Queen of Podcast without us getting down. So let's get stuck in with our episode with Miss Courtney Mondela. I'm the queen of the castle. Get down, you dirty rascal. Get down. Hey, queens, and welcome back to the Queen and Podcast. I am Josh, and I am joined by our first Aussie queen, Courtney Monsma. Hey, Court, how are you going? Hey everyone, I'm good, thanks. How about you? I am absolutely wonderful. This is the second take we've done of this. The first time we did this, we did have some audio issues, but we're here. We're gonna we're gonna smash this one Talk out of again. the park <laughs> and catch up all over again. Um so how are you going with everything going on, Court? Um, how are you attacking the Yes, yeah, so this is obviously a very big lifestyle change. Um compared to, you know, working on tour and being away from home. So yeah. it is nice to be back at my home um, and be settled, knowing that I have work to go back to, which is which is really relieving at this uncertain time. But I'm doing good. I'm trying to stay positive, trying to stay motivated and happy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Um, all right. So we always start our episodes off here with some quick fire questions. Uh, so let's get stuck in. Um, what Ooh. is your idea what's one holiday that you want to go on that you haven't been on yet where's one place you want to go hmm, I'd love to go to Bora Bora um my great-grandmother was French Polynesian so it's like the heritage kind of land so I, I would absolutely love to go there one day when that's it's amazing thousand billion dollars <laughs> yeah. Bora Bora is not cheap but very no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um when you brush your teeth when you put your toothpaste on, do you put your water on your brush before or after you put your toothpaste on? 
It kind of depends. Um, normally, I actually, no, I do rinse my toothbrush, put toothpaste on, and then rinse it again. <laughs> Double rinse. <laughs> there we go. Um, what's your favourite musical that you've seen? Favourite musical I've seen recently is Dear Evan Hansen. Beautiful show. Absolutely love Beautiful. it. Um, and who was somebody that you looked up to uh, growing up? Who was somebody that you kind of idolised and looked up to, as I said? Yeah, I always, uh, in Australia, I looked up to Gemma Ricks, which is quite awesome to be working with her. Um, I used to, I used to wait at stage door to get her autograph. Yeah. Um, and globally, I always loved Sierra Burgess. Um, got to do a workshop with her, actually, when I was in uni, and it was one of the best experiences ever. She's yeah. so incredible. Amazing. Yeah. That two amazing women in this industry. Um yeah. yeah wow um so what was your introduction into theater so how did you get into this amazing industry that we're a part of yes yeah, so I started uh as a I'll go from the beginning started <laughs> as a young toddler uh in dance class um from dance class my sister did a production of Annie which is um on the Gold Coast and I, that was my first musical I saw so from that moment I just fell in love like I think I was probably seven years old yeah. and then I did my first community show at nine um, and then did community theatre all through um, my young life. Um, still kind of young anyway. Um, and then from after high school, I auditioned for the con in Brisbane and I did a Bachelor of Musical Theatre there for three years. And then from there, um, that was my kind of leeway into the industry to working for the past three. So it's been yeah. awesome. Amazing. And you've done some amazing shows leading up until six with the likes of Aladdin and Mamma Mia. So what was doing those two shows like for you as kind of like an intro to the industry? Um, how did you go with those? Yeah, I, you know, Mamma Mia being my first, I learned so much. And, you know, it's always important with, with shows, they have such a good balance of cast members of really experienced different ages, um, different backgrounds. So I learned so much through that which helped me do Aladdin because, you know, uh, Disney is on a different scale with the set and the costumes. And yeah. that was, that was, it's like, you can't really prepare for that <laughs> until you're like backstage and you're getting thrown at like candles and like fire things. It's like, it's crazy. So um, that was super exciting. And everything um, has kind of helped me for the next experiences that I've gone on. So, yeah. yeah. Amazing. I love that. Um, so, how did you find out about this amazing show, Six? What was your introduction to this show? Yes, yeah, so I heard people speak about it. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty like on it with new shows and stuff. But when you're working, like I feel like you're in this your own world. So I would have been doing maybe Mamma Mia while while Six kind of came out. I first saw a clip of Millie doing Don't Lose Your Head um, on a TV show in the UK. And I just was like, what is this? Like I fell in love straight away. You know, these young, young women, like the costumes, the songs, I was like, mm. I was so intrigued because at face value, like you don't really know what it's about. It's yeah. Like how can there be six people in a show? Like how is that possible? <laughs> and you know, um, so then I, from there, I was on YouTube spiral, like listening to the soundtrack, watching all the back backstages, the yeah. meet and greets, everything, because I, absolutely fell in love with the show so fell into the fangirl sector first so what was it oh, like definitely. hearing about auditions and knowing that you potentially were going to be a part of this show that you kind of fell in love with I, it's crazy um as we spoke about uh, last time you know it take normally takes quite a while for a new show to hit australia mm -hmm. so for a show to be in one country and then come to australia next in america it was just 
crazy that we would open in Australia before Broadway as well. Like that's right, another so thing. Like <laughs> crazy. It's just like, and it, it's so, it was so needed at that time. And I'm so glad it went to Australia. But when I got yeah. the audition brief, I just, just almost like time stopped. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, this is crazy yeah. that we get to get this opportunity. So like straight on the soundtrack again, not that I hadn't stopped. I was like trying to find the queen that I most suited just to gun for it because I just knew I had to be part of it. Yeah, that's amazing. And for people that are listening in other countries, Musical theatre in Australia usually takes minimum of three years to get out here from London and New York. Like where oh, yeah. we don't get anything until like the hype is pretty much over. Uh, we still haven't got <laughs> yeah. Hamilton, Dear Evan Hansen, Waitress. Like it takes ages for shows to come out here. So for us to have six at peak hype um, is crazy. Yeah. Um, so crazy. So going into the auditions, um, Obviously, the musical theatre scene in Australia is kind of, you nearly know everybody at an audition. So what was it like walking into that room um, and seeing faces that you've performed with before um, and being in that room with just these strong women giving it their all? Yeah, it was, you know, equally exciting and daunting. You know, you see these people that you've watched on stage and you know their potential and how incredible they are. So when you're all kind of in the same boat, you don't know what you're being seen for. Like, it is a little bit daunting. Um, but it also was so beautiful to see all the performers there, like the uniqueness and, like, seeing people's strengths shine through. Mm. And you could kind of, like, see where what characters would suit each person. So that was kind of cool too. Um, but, yeah, it was, you know, it can go any way. There was so many incredible women there and you know you just sit there and you cast it be like oh damn it I'm not good enough or whatever but um <laughs> it's, it's a pretty amazing how they uh see that in us actually speaking to the casting team and stuff that they like almost when we first walk into a room they can tell if we're right or not yeah. which is so cool you know even before we sing our big song or, or, or do our dialogue they have a sense of what character um, which yeah. is just so clever in the writing and it's something that we can't really train as such. It's just part of us, which is why it's so special, I think. Yeah, so th through your audition process, what what was your, uh, were you purely Howard all the way through or did you sing for other parts? Yeah, so I actually was given, after the first round, I was given Berlin and Howard. Um, lots of the girls, which is funny thinking about it now. But, you know, I, I had my Berlin round first and I knew after Berlin I was like, nah. Howard <laughs> I just knew I just you know you can sense a feeling from the room I was like if, you know when you feel like you're putting something on it just felt more authentic to do Howard which was cool and you could see that from the other girls so yeah yeah, yeah amazing um so being in the room doing the auditions uh you're learning some pretty amazing choreography doing some group work with other people um what was it like experiencing kind of the camaraderie in the different groups that you're in um for the process because you wouldn't have been with the same people the whole time yeah. um but what was it like feeling that different thing to what you guys have now with the nine of you now it's pure like going from what we have now it's just pure magic really like just the connection that we naturally have you know on day one it was like oh I see why they do this like I see why they cast this way but it was interesting you know when you're doing group exercises it, it, it uh, is honestly sometimes the hardest because you have to open yourself up and let yourself um, be open to other people's suggestions as well so sometimes that wouldn't happen with certain people you kind of be blocked and sometimes it would just flow 
Yeah. Um, and the times it flowed seemed to be the way it actually ended up being cast. So that's exciting. Yeah, amazing. And the secret was there for a little bit um, once the casting came out. So <laughs> I think there was probably, it was nearly, it would have been nearly a month you guys had to keep it from audition yeah. to announcement. And um, some did better than others. I, I know I saw some follows like stream through, which helped me kind of piece together the cast. Um, so yeah, what was you, it? Guys, you guys are good. <laughs> <laughs> I had people messaging me like, have you got everybody? I was like, I'm pretty sure I do, but I'm not going to say anything just in case. Um, oh, wow. That's what was it like seeing the Queendom get behind you guys? Because you were the first person to have a fan account made. Um, yeah. I remember seeing that the day before the announcement came out. Um, what was it like seeing the kind of fandom welcome you into the, the family? It just, I, I actually, it gets me like, emotional thinking about it it was almost like Christmas Eve you know you know something's the next day we knew the announcement was the next day we were waiting just as eagerly to see the video because we hadn't seen it yet either um and to see that someone had made a fan account I was like obviously my hair looks like a photo so that makes sense. <laughs> but, but the fact that someone would even do that was just mind-blowing I was like what the hell like and I was automatically just like introduced to this amazing support system that we'd have it made it so exciting for us like it felt like you know we were pop stars in a way and it was all from love everything was from love I don't I didn't think I saw any bad comment um just the queendom in Australia and internationally is just so incredible and to see the messages coming through and the comments it was just it was beautiful yeah and we t you touched on the kind of reveal. It was a very slow, week-long reveal with the backs of your heads being released with the character names. Yeah. So what was it like? Did you guys know that was the way it was going to be done or was that kind of like, oh, wait, we've got to wait a day each now, let's... <laughs> we, you, well, we weren't really in the loop. Like, we knew when about um, the thing would be announced, but we didn't know about the back of the head thing. So, you know, if you're five of six girls, I'm like, okay, I've got to wait for this day till mine. Mine's announced and that would be exciting. So we were kind of on the same role as what the queendom was really yeah. um but yeah it was funny seeing the speculation when we were just all in this group chat being like oh it's so wrong <laughs> for some people it was very funny um but it kind of created the excitement that the show needed so it was I'm it glad was, it happened <laughs> it was really amazing and when we finally got the announcement like the outpouring of love was just insanely amazing um and yeah it was that was just an amazing thing to be a part of and then three weeks later we had the show opening um so 100 so i think you guys learned the show in something like six weeks i think Vicky told me um yeah so what was it like learning this show in that short amount of time because there is there is a lot that goes into this show even though it's 75 minutes um so what was it like for you to learn the show yeah. on that short time scale it was, you know, it's challenging, but it's that type of challenge that when you reach the end goal, it is just so rewarding. Um, yeah. There's not much you can do to prepare for the feeling of what it would be like on that stage with the audience so close to you. So that was something we had to kind of, I felt I learned on the fly. But as for learning the material, like, you know, I was so excited to come in every day because I love the material. And it was easier to learn the music because I knew we all knew the songs, you know. Yeah. We all love the songs. We we did our research on the characters, which helped us. But, you know, we really bonded over that time because it was intense in, in a great way, but it was hard and it, I'm glad it paid off. <laughs> yeah. What was the 
the experience like of that first table ring because you've got a very small cast. You've got the six of you plus Carousella and Shannon. Um, yeah. Then you would have had the creative team there, which would have only been about top six people, I'm guessing. Um, yeah. So what was it like? The, that's 15 people in a room just almost nerding out over this show. So what was that table read like for you guys? I think exactly what you just said, 16 or so people just nerding out <laughs> over this show. Like I think it was a moment. I, you know, I was very nervous to, uh, to even speak because, you know, you've got a long way. Once you start rehearsals, you're like, oh, this isn't going to be how I normally say it. Um, so it was nerve-wracking, but it was so cool to just, one, sense the um, camaraderie between us girls straight away and being like, this is special. And I think everyone on that table just had a moment where they were like, this show is so special. Everyone's singing along to the music. Um, that doesn't happen normally. It's like, oh, what's this that we're doing? It's like just was already so love. And yeah. it was just exciting, yeah. That's amazing. I, and you can definitely sense that with you guys, um, like that camaraderie. It's, it almost was like seeing the show come to the first previews. It was almost like this really strong sisterhood between everybody, um, not even just on stage, but the band, the the dresses, the hair, makeup, everybody that was in that theatre was kind of bought in and wanted to be there and was just ready to give their all to it. Definitely. It was a very, it's a very unique group of people and it couldn't have been casted any better. Everyone, you know, but yeah, you're right backstage, lighting, sound, uh, such a family and we were all, had each other's best interests at heart always, you know, always supporting each other, which just helped because it was a, you know, daunting experience in the best way. Um, yeah. It's new for all of us. So. Yeah, 100%. So um, going through the rehearsal process, we kind of see the show come together. Was there a moment in rehearsals where you were like, oh, damn, this is going to be ridiculously special? Like there, like if there was a moment where you were like, okay, it's happening. Yeah, there, there was. it was more so in um, a few of the acting exercises we do to get the result, you know, the ones where we would do to kind of bond each other. Um, bond together we we just would all stop and have a little cry and be like wow this is special and you know it's almost in the struggles that the you realize how special it is and how special a group of people are um you know when we first got to see our costumes and we all kind of came together that was just like whoa like we were just idolizing each other and we still do and um you know I'm a fan of every single one of those girls so yeah I think yes yeah, and let's just touch on Nigel Shaw and his amazing costumes because he is an amazing human being in his own right. Um, what was it like seeing Kay Howard come together? Because um, obviously you would have had a series of fittings that was like kind of you saw it and then you would have got it and it would have been like, she's here. Let's yeah. <laughs> she's here definitely you know each fitting was so exciting and I and I was always so excited for my fittings to just put everything together um he is just incredible and he's so amazing because he lets you be involved in the process you know he gets he shows you what it's going to look like he um compliments you like he's it just made it so much more exciting so I think until I had my hair and makeup and everything uh fully done did I feel wow like this is how it is because you know when you spent 10 hours rehearsing and you're sweaty and you put on a costume you're like I don't feel like I should be in this um but by 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 showtime it was just 
so exciting. And we'd see the girls like walk through the hallways um, when they'd have their fittings and we would just be like, why you look amazing. Yeah. And I still remember each time I thought I saw the girls um, for the first time. So cool. That's, oh, I love this. Yeah. That's just so cool. Um, so cool. So going from there, you ha- you got your hair done. What was it? What was the decision behind getting the, the hair dyed pink? Was that like, I'm yes. just going fall in, let's, let's just run with it? Definitely. I think, you know, it's always different in each, um, each country, uh, well, each production, sorry, um, depending on what type of hair, the how it has. But um, we just decided with my consent, consent, I was like, when am I going to have pink hair in my life? Like, let's just give it a go. <laughs> so I was really excited and, you know, I probably could have had a choice, but I was like, no, let's do it. Um, we did it. And then when it came time to showtime, uh, well, a little bit before showtime, we just realised like it would just be a little bit too hard to maintain with the colour, um, the length and the type of hair that I have. So we ended up using a, a beautiful long switch that you guys saw. Um, so that was funny because people knew I had pink hair, but then they were going, but that's real. But it's like, no, it's not. Yes, it is. So it was kind of funny to keep people <laughs> guessing. Um, but in the end, you know, when I had that, kind of, it's almost like wearing a wig when you have that longer or different type of hair, you just become something else. So yeah. it helped me a lot with the character. Yeah, amazing. Um, moving into previews um there was a ton of hype coming into sydney and the the queendom was really behind it i still remember walking into the foyer on that first day and um seeing the foyer done up with the the throne and the projection that they had um it just you could feel it on the outside you didn't even have to walk into the theater you were like okay this is gonna be something special and then there was the whole um music in the foyer people were singing dancing I think there's videos out there of us all doing like a a six dance along at some point what was it what was it like for you guys going into previews um to know that you're going to have an audience because at this point you'd only had kind of the people that were helping you build the show what was it like knowing that you're going to have an audience and this was this was going to be it we're going full out here terrifying to be honest like (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like I was saying before there's so much you can prepare for but there's so much that you can't you know live theater is so special and it changes every day Mm. the thing that got me through and got all of us through really was knowing that um the people that would be in the audience would be on that first show would be the ones that would be a hundred percent um would uh they would be the people that would a hundred percent be supporting us they'd been supporting us before they even heard us sing um you know so I was really supported with the fact that the queendom lots of the queendom was in that first audience and that helped me knowing that you know that they're going to support everything that we do but it was just it felt like I don't know if you've seen like one of those pop star documentaries when they're like down on the floor and then they get lifted up and they hear the audience screaming (laughs) and it's like I always imagine what that would feel like and I was just like my heart was going so fast and I was you know I'd feel that in those nerves for at least three or four weeks of shows before I finally calmed down. So I know some people um, always talk about like how to deal with nerves and stuff, but you know, everyone gets nerves and I still get nerves when I perform. I think it just mm. means that you care. And I think nerves, I get nerves before I do these episodes and I've touched on this previously. Yeah. If you, I feel like if you don't get nervous, you're not in the right headspace. Uh, I feel like nerves mean you're in the right frame of mind. You're in the right Present. position. Yeah, you're in the right position in life 
um, if you're not getting nervous, I, I feel like something's wrong. Um, I love that. Yeah, I totally agree with that statement. So feeling, and I know when I've performed, like, I was worried if I didn't feel nervous before that curtain dropped. Like, I was like, all right, let's, let's roll. Come on. Um, so you there? Oh, yes, you came back. Amazing. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, so what was it like for, oh, I had a really good question. I lost it. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, so that first show for yep. you guys, there was, it was, I think it was sold out from memory. Um, yeah. So what was it like coming out? Because the show is set up, was set up differently in Australia. Usually there's a curtain drop in all other performances. So you guys had to walk up on stage during that for the divorce. Yeah. What was it like? walking out on stage to that first crowd with your back turned just, to do that first. It's like you're about to go on a ride, like a really scary ride that you know you're going to love in the end, but you're nervous. You're really nervous like you're about to go up. Um, we have we had our in-ears and we'd get our standby call and then we'd get our count in. Um, and, you know, when we get that count in, it's like, oh, there's no turning back now. So when we were walking up those stairs, like, one, I felt like all the girls, we were all in it together. Like I felt supported by them, which helped. But, you know, hearing the roar and hearing everyone scream, it's just like kind of was comforting just to know that they were with us either way. Um, and they just gave us that energy for that show. So it yeah. was so exciting. That's amazing. And the, the, um, the venue at the Sydney Opera House, the studio, was it almost felt like it was built to... <laughs> How you going, Zane? Sorry. You sorry either. <laughs> We've just had a, a had a visitor by his boyfriend. He's just popping his head. <laughs> you went just to the corner of the frame, then you just made it in. That's very funny. That's great. Um, so good. I can't see it. Sorry. Anyway, keep going. That's good. <laughs> sorry. Um, the, the venue was almost it almost felt like it was built for six. Um, the yeah. It was intimate. It was almost like an in-the-round experience um, besides, like, the back of the stage. Um, what was it like to have – it was a small venue as well. There was only, I think, 400 seats. So what was it like going from shows like Mamma Mia and Aladdin where you're performing in some big theatres around Australia to this tiny little jam-packed theatre? Um, I learned so much from this experience with the audience, especially because when you are performing to bigger stages, like it's kind of easy to lose that illusion that people are watching you, you know, it's so far away. You often can't even see out. You're not looking out either. Yeah. So doing this experience and being able to connect with people and, you know, make people look at you and have eye contact was just so cool. And it could fuel a show. Every show would be different. And that would be because of the audience um, to see people, with us on that journey as well was so amazing um and just to like you know spot just see who's supporting it it, it actually feels like the show isn't just about the people on the stage it is about the audience so, yeah. you know and because it was in the round it felt all inclusive and i agree that space was perfect for the show yeah 100 um and how daunting was it because the, the front row was literally like a meter and a half off your first starting point. So what was it like to finally turn around to an audience and have people like 
right there in front of you because I, I I think I was actually sitting in front of you for that first show. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what was that like to turn around and be like, wow, you're actually like hella close. Like I, I remember walking in and being like, I can like reach the band Cut. from here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was it was uh, quite, quite like shocking. You know, in rehearsals, we'd have people sit there and be like, isn't that how close they're sitting? That's crazy. In the end, it was my favourite thing about it. It was just, you know, he's so involved. Um, but, you know, that first show it was hard to to look around because you're seeing this energy right in front of you. So we get a lot often get notes to be like, you need to get every single seat in the theater and you'd you'd focus things in the corners. And um so it was hard. I think that was the hardest part was not to just direct everything straight to the people that are right in front of you. Yeah. Um because that just doesn't happen. <laughs> That's amazing. Um you've mentioned notes and for that kind of two-week period going into previews and just before you had Lucy out here with you guys helping um, along with Grace and Freya and the amazing team that was there. Um, what was it like having Lucy come in and have her input into the show being one of the writers and original directors of the show? It was just one, it was just amazing to meet her because I'm such a big fan and as a person she is just so cool and she's so chill and she's really the heart of the show and, and I realised a lot of the humour um, within her you know it's the style of humor and she actually really helped me uh, become my Howard that I am performing um, she just you know just to trust the truth in yourself and um, yeah she it was the perfect thing and I really am grateful that we got to work with her um, yeah she's just, she was just amazing everything that she said we just soak up and you know she wrote she was part of writing the show so she knows how it's meant to go and um, yeah, it was awesome. And again, it's very rare that you get to work with the writers of the show, let alone one of the like the big directors. Like that exactly, is- especially later on. Like normally, it's straight away, and then they leave really quickly. But you know, we got her just before uh, we opened, so yeah. it was the perfect time to just like get everything together. And yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, and opening night was a pretty special night. Um, there was a ton of people there from the industry. There was family, friends, the lot. Um, what was that night was intensely amazing like just from a crowd perspective I, I was up in the round like behind the stage which was a completely different point of view being able to see the show from kind of behind you all um yeah I, I kind of felt like I was on stage because I could see people's reactions and I was like oh this show is like something special and um, yeah that night there was a double standing ovation we got to the end of I don't need your love and everybody just erupted um what was that like for you guys? Because I don't think that had happened before. Um, no. Yeah, so you got to the end of the I Don't Need Your Love reprise and everybody just kind of looked at each other and it just erupted. What was that like for you guys being like, oh, wow, here we go? <laughs> it was oh, surreal. Um, one of the best feelings ever. And it's, it's almost better after that moment because... Um, as characters and as people like we we made it in a sense you know we'd had that revelation and we've been like you know stick it to the man kind of thing so that itself is empowering but to have everyone else empowering that is amazing and especially like you know for vids performing that you know we all are feeling that with her and it's like oh so special and it just showed us that by that point and we knew it earlier that they were on board with us and that they'd liked what we'd been doing. So yeah. that was nice too. I was that excited when that happened. I stood up and my legs were shaking. I nearly fell over the balcony <laughs> to the top. I yeah. was like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah. So 
it's just an it's an emotional roller coaster this show um and the experience on and off you've done photo shoots media calls what's your favorite experience been throughout the whole thing what's that moment that you'll forever cherish because it was just too pure oh that's a big question um there's so many I would I would probably say like from what we were speaking probably that opening night actually no this is a really pure moment and it's really special um now knowing with what's happening with COVID and how we've been away from the show for a little while um was after our final show in Sydney when we'd just been working so hard we're all exhausted um and after our final show we just all like huddled in a little hug and had a little moment together as friends like we weren't just colleagues that started working with each other like we're all great friends and we just had a moment um we were all just so proud of ourselves and that was so pure and lovely yeah it's just uh you know, and that would happen after every every uh, week. You guys don't get to see this, but um, after every night show week, we'd come off stage and we'd have a little, woohoo, we made it. And we'd all be like, yeah, we made it. And be screaming for each other. Um, and just that feeling of like exhaustion, but just pride. Um, yeah, so cool. So and special. I miss it. <laughs> that last night in Sydney, that was amazing. Um, let alone did we know this was going to happen because um, it was kind of it was kind of starting to make its way yeah yeah um hadn't hit australia and the stage door that night was intense and i'll bring this up because it that's was another just, thing that's pure yeah <laughs> there was 70 odd people in this undercover area at the sydney opera house and Every time somebody walked out that door, it just erupted. And it was, I think I've got a video somewhere and it's just, it was was just so pure because everybody was just like, we love you. Like, thank you. And it was the, I think it was the perfect send off to Sydney. So what was it like coming out that door to, to that? And then hearing it every other time somebody walked out. Well, you know, from that story I just told before, you know, that was just before this. So it was already feeling incredible. And then to, you know, pack up your station and, know that you're going home to your family again after tour and walking out and just seeing all the people, the friendly faces that we'd met over the last few shows because, you know, we'd have lots of returning visitors to the show and seeing that and hearing the roar when you walk out, you just wanted to just drop to the floor and cry. Like it was so special. And then to see it happening for all the girls and seeing the girls' reactions um, was so amazing. And I just remember going home that night just on cloud nine feeling so blessed to be a part I think I actually posted a video saying how lucky and how grateful I was for everyone um I've never experienced anything like it and I'm so grateful that it seems to be following in life you know the queendom is just always there and it's amazing yeah that and and that's the thing like this you you you're one of 100% one of six now and um Mm -hmm. I don't think the support is gonna die off once you head off to frozen which is your next big adventure i feel like you've kind of cemented yourself as one of those next big things in australian musical theater and you've kind of been lucky enough to get this show where there's a lot of young and dedicated fans and i feel like you personally are going to carry that through your career and there's a lot of the other girls that have 
got those people that are going to follow them through whatever their journeys carry on after six. What's it like knowing that you've yeah. got some people now looking up to you the way you did to Gemma and like being as young as you are at this point in your career, knowing that people are already using you as a role model for their, their careers. It is so incredible to be honest you know I'm such a dreamer and growing up I was I like I've said always looking at inspiration in those um before me and to be that for other people and to know that I can positively help them through their struggles and to help them dream like dream and believe in themselves is the best thing about this and it's a really pure and good reason why I love doing what I do it's to do that um so I'm so, I just am so grateful for the Queendom and all of those people because one day, you know, they will be that for someone else. And they are, like the Queendom have people even looking up to them. You know, we look up to them, really. Um, mm. They teach us so much about how to be a good person. So, Yeah, that's amazing. That's so good. Um, so throughout your time in the show, there's obviously several Howards elsewhere around the world. Um, what was your relationship like with the other cast members in the other productions around the world? Yeah, so I unfortunately didn't connect as much as I guess I'd wanted to because I think our experience was in such a short, intense time. Um, That was something I'd hoped would come later. And it's every time I see a Howard online, I just like have this automatic connection. I'm like, I know what you're going through. And I loved watching other people's performances and seeing their interpretations. So um, I'd had, had a few of them message me and I also just idolized them all as well and even not just the Howards just the other cast members it's this like small family um and special family yeah 100% and your name will ever forever be in that history book as uh part of this cast that started I even went on wikipedia because I always used to for my assignments at school have to like write original casts of shows and I went on the wikipedia for six and I saw that we were on there and I was like (laughs) way that is that's it that's like my dream to be on a wikipedia page how funny you're um, going to be on another one too because you're going to get the original <laughs> and, and that's that. let, let's touch on frozen now that we're kind of moving into that mm-hmm. this is going to be the one of the biggest roles that you've landed as professional being uh besides Catherine howard this is kind of Anna is that parallel almost. What was it like knowing that you were going to take on this iconic role, like from the movies and on stage? Um, It is, like, it's hard to actually form words for it and I still struggle to believe that I am going to do that. It is so exciting um, to bring myself I, fi- I find lots of sil- similarities in my natural self to Anna which makes me so excited to portray her I want to do her justice and the people who love the show and the movie so much justice because it's important you know that's why these shows are successful it's because of the people that follow them so um that comes with a cool pressure to it but um it's exciting like it'll be so rewarding when that happens but yeah and, and this cast that and we touched on Disney and their immense kind of theatre presence. Um, they do things yeah. that are just above and beyond. The cast yeah. that has been assembled for this show from top to bottom is just 
absolutely stacked with talent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you look at some of the names that they've been touring Australia for the last three, four years in some of the biggest shows that have come out here from Kinky Boots through to Aladdin, Mamma Mia, like, Everybody who is anybody is in this show in whatever role possible. You've got Gemma yeah. at the top. You've got you. Then there's Matt Lee, who was my the first person that I ever saw on stage as Bert in Mary Poppins. Like, wow. What's it like knowing that this car, this cast again, just looking at it on paper, feels like it's going to be something special. Like, it honestly feels like it's going to be the magic magical cast that needs to go with this magical music yes. that is frozen. And isn't that isn't that crazy with the timing of this all happening as well as is this there is this magical cast and I know that everyone is so dedicated to this. Yeah. Um and that shows in what they've done and what they're about to do. So uh, being a principal in a show like this and looking at every single ensemble member and just knowing what they've done and idolizing them is quite surreal. Like we're all on the same page. Um it's you're right it's a it's pretty amazing yeah it's it's going to be a fantastic show and you got to have a little sit down and have a moment with Patty Murin when you're in New York what was that like for you sitting down with somebody that had originated the role that you were going into thinking about it now it almost doesn't seem like it happened like it was too good to be true. She is so cool. I just went out on a, a whim and messaged her and she was lucky, uh, happy enough to catch up with me. And, you know, she gave me so much great advice on the journey that I'm about to go on with the role. And I, as you were saying with the Queen and looking up to me, I look up to her. Um, I think she is such a great person as well as performer, so down to earth and just cares about what she does. Um, and that's exactly, yeah, exactly what I want to be. And, you know, she taught me, gave me some great advice before going on to this journey that I'm so cool to have gotten from her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't wait to crazy. see the show come to yeah. come together. It's going to be crazy. And you get to pretty much, besides the kind of small intro, you get to kind of open up the show with First Time in Forever, which I... I, I can't even put into words how excited I am. Like, oh, I can't wait to when I know you're in the audience. And just I'm, just be, like, <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, yes, it's gonna be, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great. I can't. I'll wait. need it. I'll be so nervous. So Man. it'll be very helpful. Uh, um, I almost wore my frozen Broadway hoodie just for this, but it's too hot. And yes, I, but yeah, uh, that's my biggest regret: not buying more merch. But I have to get uh, some in Australia. <laughs> um, Buying merch for our own show. There we go. Yeah. That's great. Um, so to wrap things up, Court, um, what is your favourite moment in six? What was that moment every night that you were like, oh, I just love performing this? So uh, obviously, if you know the show, um, just before we sing six, um, I've been thinking about this since last time and there's a moment where... <laughs> Vids and I look at each other and we go, she goes, we're one of a kind of category. And it's a slower part. <laughs> and it's that moment where you look eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and every time we look at each other's eyes, like we know we'd gotten through the show, um, worked really hard and also just admired each other. And I look at her and then I look, we'd look along the line and we'd have our little group hug and it'd be hard to sing. You know, you'd be a bit <sighs> shaky sometimes because yeah. you want to laugh, sometimes because you want to cry. And that is... That is a moment I will always cherish on stage. And every yeah. single night it was special for different reasons. Someone yeah. might have been having a bad day. Someone uh, was feeling unwell. But that moment was when we went, yeah, you've, you've done it. 
you know, two more to go. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, oh, I love that. What's yeah. been your favourite experience with the the fans of the show? Um, what what has been that moment where you're like, yeah, okay, I, I, I love the support you're giving me no matter what, you guys are here, um, ups or downs. What was that moment? Yeah. Like? There, there are so many and it's so unique to each um, person that's seen the show. But, you know, the messages, the type of messages that I get and the posts that I see and are just so heartwarming because you're making a difference to someone's life. Um, even, you know, sometimes you comment on something and someone's so elated and happy with that. And it's like, wow, do I have the power to do that? Um, and yeah just seeing and sometimes people will say oh sorry if I'm annoying you it's like you could never ever annoy me like the fact that this is the reason we're put in these positions is to do this for you you know mm -hmm. um that stage door would probably have to be that the most mm -hmm. special uh and even that first show when we saw our, our gr a group of fans there um Man. in that front row was just so special yeah that was just that was a night. I we got we got yeah. a photo of of that, and looking back on that photo, it's just I'm like crying so much. Yeah, right no, now. no, it's I will cry for this. Oh, <laughs> it's special, it it's is. Yeah, it's like I've got my whole wall over here just with my photos of you guys on that last night, and every day I look at it, I'm like I'm literally gonna bore my eyes out right now because like yeah. you guys had such a massive impact on my life, and. Um, oh. I, I'm so and glad. That's a reason. Yeah. And I'm so glad to have kind of a really solid relationship with you all. And um, yeah. that, that's something that I don't think any other show, Kinky Boots kind of came close, but this show, there was just something about it. And I was yeah. so, I'm just privileged to be in the position that I was able to build that relationship with you guys. And, um, yeah. And we're, we're privileged to have you support us in the way that you did oh. and set up that for us. So. Goes both ways. All right, let's stop crying. <laughs> wow. Um, what's it's emotional. Your... <laughs> 100, it is. And um, what's what's your favorite thing about this show? Um, what's that one thing about six as a whole that makes it? It would be uh, the relevance. You know, uh, as a performer, you are going into different shows, playing different things, selling different themes of different shows, and this show is so relevant on a personal level, on a global level. Um, and it is so fulfilling to perform because you're spreading a message that you 100% support. Yeah. So um, to do that show at this time in the world, um, that's my favorite favorite part about it. And it's just, it's just inclusive. It's, um, it's down to earth. It's um, the music is enjoyable. Just every, absolutely every aspect about the show. I think you don't normally go to a show and not doubt a part of it but I love every single part of the yeah. show yeah 100% I, I love that that's a great um kind of note to wrap things up on yeah being, being away from the show and knowing you're not going back to it heading into Frozen um yeah what's the biggest thing you miss about it right now oh everything <laughs> absolutely everything you know I've had my my cries and you know I've cried heaps over this because um but I also remember how much it's taught me as a person and as a performer. So I'm so grateful that I got that opportunity. I miss the girls so much. Um, I miss performing and I miss making a difference to people's day. You know, people 
come into the theatre to change how they're feeling and we had the power to help that, so I miss that the most. I had this conversation with somebody on that last stage door. I think it was actually Lauren's parents. They were standing there and they, they said something about coronavirus. I was like, there's no sign of it anywhere here at the stage door. Nobody was worried. People came to the theatre to get away from it all. And yeah. I was like, that's the perfect point. Like the world was in meltdown and everyone's here just cheering and having fun because theatre yeah, is a way to again, escape. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's what the world is missing right now. And we're so, yeah. I love how the creatives haven't stopped. Um, like we're doing this podcast to give people this, mm-hmm. this outreach, but there's all these video concerts, Disney released one, the Soundheim concert. Yeah. Creatives haven't stopped because we know how important this outlet is to people, whether other people don't understand it or not. Yeah, doesn't matter. Getting into a theatre is something special. And um, And I hope the uh, the absence of it will show people and prove it how much more important it is when we get back into theatres again because it's something that that can't be, uh, yeah, Yeah, the the arts is, yeah, 100% unique. yeah that that is a perfect note i think to wrap things up here Cot. um respect the arts sorry for making you cry (laughs) yes respect the arts (laughs) i think you're the only person that could bring up these emotions because i feel like you're part of it the journey i went on with you guys is completely different to what i went on with the other guys because i was i I think i looked at the tickets and i averaged a show every week with you guys um so (laughs) yeah like a trip to the doctor (laughs) exactly um so guys that brings us to the end of this episode uh thanks to court for coming and hanging out with us we we appreciate you guys love you and we will catch you in frozen uh if you want to follow courtney and all her journeys from here on out her uh, her links will be in the description box below if you want to follow me you know where we are at we are at the queendom cast and oz queendom uh keep an eye out on the merch line on the website because you know you want the threads and uh we will see you guys in the next episode bye queens Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.